0: Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Dangerous Dewey, The Most Wanted Man in Maryland by Jack Calkins. My dad spent most of his time in the Maryland State Penitentiary. He even got me in once or twice. Being the chief psychologist in a maximum security prison meant he got to analyze some pretty heavy dudes. My childhood was filled with stories about prison riots, hunger strikes, padded cells, and executions. I don't recommend that kind of childhood for everybody, but the Lord taught me some incredible things through my dad. One prisoner my father tried hard to help was a guy who we would call Dewey. He'd been convicted of armed robbery and attended one of my dad's psychotherapy groups. Dewey learned to trust Doc, as the prisoners called my dad. He was one of the few people Dewey would ever trust in his life. I was about 10 years old when Dewey escaped. Everyone was looking for him. The governor even called out the army to help. Being considered armed and dangerous, Dewey became the most wanted man in the state of Maryland. FBI men and state and local police combed the streets of Baltimore looking for dangerous Dewey, but nobody could find him, and there was only one man Dewey would ever surrender to. The black telephone in the dining room rang just after sundown. I remember it was getting dark and a storm had blown in. Mom answered and motioned for Dad to come take the call. What I remember of the conversation went something like this. Where are you? Don't move. I should be there in about 25 minutes. Okay. He walked over to the closet at the bottom of the stairs, pulled out a thin khaki raincoat, and while buttoning it up without raising his eyes said, If I'm not back in one hour, call the police. As he opened the door, the wind blew in a sheet of rain. Dad slammed the door tight behind him. We lived in a row house in northeast Baltimore, in a neighborhood of mostly brick houses with cement porches and sidewalks. The lightning lit up the slate roofs as the thunder bounced endlessly from one side of the street to the other, the kind of stuff movie sets try to copy. My mom majored in cool. She was used to craziness, but this was something else. What are you going to do, Mom? I asked. Wait, she smiled back. But how long? A half hour went by. The storm got real mean outside. Even the light from the street lamp couldn't dent the darkness. I pressed my face against our front window. The pane was cold, and I wondered if Dad was. When the hour was almost over, I whined, When you gonna call, Mom? She crocheted another row, pushed her glasses back up her nose, and sighed, Not yet. Another fifteen minutes. Now, Mom? Let's just give him a few more minutes, honey. My nerves were fried. An hour and twenty-five minutes after Dad had pulled away into the blackness, he returned. I moved to the front window and watched two glistening figures come toward the house. Dad had him. He pushed Dewey in the front door like some stray cat that didn't know how to accept hospitality. Dewey plastered himself up against the wall behind the door. He looked. Scared. My ten-year-old mind said, "'Scared?' the most wanted man in the state was standing shaking dripping water on our living room floor this is the nicest house i've ever been in ma'am he softly choked to my mom take mr dewey upstairs and get him shaved and showered jack dad said as he tossed his hat on the banister and stroked my head sure why not i thought to myself as i got my first whiff of dewey boy he must have hidden the past 14 nights in a trash can he had dewey was soaked to the skin "'Old tobacco stench, booze, and garbage odor "'wafted through our little white-tiled bathroom. "'As I handed Mr. Dewey my dad's Gillette razor and shaving cream, "'it occurred to me how uncertain this whole situation was. "'After a silent shower, we emerged from the steam-filled cavern. "'Mr. Dewey was transformed. "'His gaunt frame made a valiant effort to fill Dad's baggy pants. "'Then we went down the stairs and through the living room "'and made our entrance into the dining room. "'Mom had fixed some burgers and fries.' Dewey smiled sheepishly and sat down as Mom scooted his chair toward the plate. I distinctly remember the ketchup dripping down the corner of Dewey's mouth onto the napkin he'd tucked into my dad's flannel shirt. That moment will remain with me forever. There he sat, peaceful, contented, under control, and the most wanted man in Maryland. Well, Maryland would have to wait, because dessert was next. Suddenly, the front door smashed open as if the lock hadn't existed. I'd never seen a real machine gun before, especially one pointed in my general vicinity. It looked heavier than I'd imagined. One of our neighbors had seen our car pull up and recognized Dewey. They didn't know if we were in danger or not, so they called the cops, and here they were, dripping on the same spot Dewey had. Get your hands up, the sergeant shouted at the criminal. Dewey wiped the vanilla ice cream off his lips as he pushed the chair back and stood up. His face looked petrified. Now he was dangerous. It was the first time I'd been afraid since Dad returned. It was standard operating procedure for any suspect to be frisked immediately. Everything happened so fast, though, the police must have forgotten. But Dewey hadn't. He was handcuffed, and as the officers were escorting him through our lockless front door, he quickly leaned over and pulled an 8-inch shiv, that's a homemade knife, from his boot. Holding it by the blade, he handed it to my father while sneering at the sergeant. Mr. Dewey could have carved us up, but his faith in my father tamed him. The most wanted man in the state had held my hand, let me lead him around like a puppy, and even apologized to me for the way he smelled. Kindness is sure powerful stuff. Later in life, God's loving kindness tamed me. Memories of old Dewey helped me appreciate the faithfulness of my Heavenly Father's love. Whenever I'm tempted to wallow in self-righteous religion, I remember that crazy night and that it was my father's faithfulness that had made all the difference, it still does. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association.